and all. Never really seen a black man with charm. Hopped in the cab and we off to the bar on the other side of town where the drinks come strong. Five in the morning, another night young, but she yawning. Took her to the tail, let her feel what she wanted. Hey, it's six o'clock. It's time for the happy hour for the people that are not cowards. <laughs> the brave young comics are here and old ones too. There's a couple of us over 40, but we have no fear of whatever's happening. Is it real? Is it not real? Who cares? We're going to do tons of time tonight because if you want to cover the mic with whatever you want, feel free. Like, thanks for listening at mutinyradio.fm or on our app. I've had one beer and I'm wasted, so this is going to be a lot of fun for me. I'm going to laugh at everybody's jokes. Um, yeah, being off the wagon it has many benefits, and one of them is that it is I'm a cheap drunk now. All right, hey, you're not afraid. There's no fear here. It's a no-fear zone. I'm really excited for your guest host tonight on Happy Hour. He's so, so funny. I've admired him for years. I've We did a show together once, and he did like 50 minutes in front of me and his family, and or just 30 minutes. I loved it, and I got to meet your twin brother. I'm just, I inflate everything from the past. Anyway, but he's hilarious, and everyone, you're gonna love him. Thanks uh, for listening. Thanks for being here, comics. And uh, put your hands together for Anthony Zaccaro. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be having the mic at Anthony Jeselnik distance this whole, this, this whole time. I suggest you do the same. No, no, I'll do the, I'll do the alchemist with the, the, the one figure right here, the ghost poking his nose, like, yeah. Anyway, uh, coronavirus. Here we are. Here we are. Mutiny Radio during. During the coronavirus, we made it. We're here. Um, yeah, um, I'm not worried. I'm in my 20s. I'm invincible. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm 27. I'm almost. I'm almost susceptible. Uh, Mike's. Mike's. Michael Jackson right now with one glove. Um, that's that's the mic hand. Literally the mic hand because there's one glove on it. Oh man, I am vibing up here. Uh, what else? Uh, but yeah, uh, welcome to Beauty Radio. Give it up for Pam for keeping this going for this lot. Make sure to donate as well. Um, yeah, and this, this is actually the perfect kind of open mic to have because it's, it's all comics who are unhealthy anyway. Um, so there's one more thing to add on top of that, all that unhealth and a lot of listeners. So that's, that's perfect. That's very safe. Uh, even though uh, I should probably let everybody know that there is less than 50 people in here. Um, it is not. I, if you if you were wondering if there was more than 50 people at Mutiny Radio, there is not. Um, but yeah. So uh, how much time does everyone get? Like like 25. Uh, that's, that's a safe a safe assessment. Um, I'm gonna be here here for a little bit longer. Um, I sp smoked half a blunt on the way over here to you know to get my immunity up. Um, at least that's what that's what my doctor said. Um, and by and by doctor I mean the guy I hallucinate. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I've been substituting, uh, which has been uh, frightening because little kids like to touch everything. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, well, that I shouldn't have said that on a mic. Um, but that's that's actually a weird that's actually a weird segue into something that's kind of strange about this is because uh, I don't know these kids' names and they know that so they don't snitch on each other or whatever. So I have to write down like what the kid looks like if you know like if the kid is like good or bad. You know, so now I have this weird like checklist in my notebook, which is physical descriptions of children with good and bad as the columns. Not good, not good. If anyone, if anyone finds that notebook, I am done looking like this. Uh, I can't look like this and have that notebook, coincidentally, that's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, uh, 
<sighs> coronavirus. Why is everyone getting toilet paper? I have no idea. Everyone is just getting, this is a non-diarrhea disease, and everyone is just buying up all the toilet. <laughs> how is that? How is that going to work? I guess blowing your nose, I guess, but that's that the tissues for that. Like people lining up at Costco. Uh, yeah, it just proves that we are not ready for any kind of global disaster at all. We, we, we see zombie movies. We're like, oh, yeah, shotgun, shoot the zombie in the head. I can do that. No, we, we, we can't do that. As a species, we've lost our survival instincts as well because there's Costco. Right? We don't have to hunt anymore. Just the fact that there are lines at Costco means we're not going to survive this. Uh, because we grab our food and microwave it instead of killing for it. Um, yeah, we might have to kill for our food soon. Um, I, I'm not trying to be too hopeful up here. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, am, I, I am negative right now uh, about the outlook. I'm also negative on coronavirus uh, as well. But back to substitute teaching. Uh, all the schools closed, so that's going to be fun. Uh, this is going to be a fun month to make rent. <laughs> but don't worry, I also do Postmates. I feel like Postmates is going to skyrocket now. Uh, there's going to be going to be a lot of deliveries. Um, but Postmates is actually the only job where I don't recommend doing it high um, because I don't trust myself with food in the passenger seat as often as I have food in the passenger seat at that job. People are missing fries all over the city. Um, also, you should never get high at a job that you can stop working whenever you want. It's <laughs> not, not productive. When I, got, when I worked at Target, I used to get high, finish the shift after my lunch break. Now I get high at Postmates and I wake up at home. It's, <laughs> it's different. Uh, substitute teaching is good. The kids, uh, the kids uh, it's like the stepdad of jobs, really, <laughs> the substitute teaching, because I don't give a fuck about these kids at all. Um, and guess what? They don't care about me even more. These kids don't give a fuck. This girl had a seizure the other day in the cafeteria. She ended up being fine. But the kids are such online gaming fiends, right? They came into my next class and they said that bitch was lagging. All right? They said her connection was bad. A girl had a seizure. And they were like, they need to, she needs to unplug her mic and plug it back in. Like... What? These kids are psychopaths. The 70s had serial killers. My generation has mass shooters. I don't know what the fuck is happening next. They're just going to wait for them to all respawn after. Like, I have no idea. what This, this next generation is going to be weird. Their 9-11 is coronavirus. Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what they're... Uh, I have a friend whose first memory was 9-11. That just reminded me of that. His first memory, his whole life, his first memory <laughs> is 9-11. Just, he was just nothing for two and a half years, however long it was, and then just like tower one. Um, but yeah, this other kid, uh, I, uh, th this other kid <laughs> doesn't give a fuck as well. He was like, he said to another kid, I'll slap the juice out your box, bitch. Um, so I immediately upgraded him to AP English you know, for, with that prose. I feel like that was, K that's Cahill Gibran, um, the willow and the oak, and, yeah, no, I'm kidding. Um, but, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll wrap this up soon because uh, I'm starting to feel a little feverish. Um, but uh, if you're listening, thank you for listening. I hope you're okay out there. Um, your first comedian of the night is uh, a favorite of mine. I, I roast battled him, and I won. So how about that? Uh, but it was close. Uh, please get up for Matthew Quirk. I'm trying to do the live long and prosper, but people keep high-fiving it. 
I'm trying to be all spot. How are we ever going to be Star Trek if we don't start Star Trekking, right? Uh, anyway, so your friend's first memory is 9-11. He'll never forget. But boom Anyway, I'm not worried about uh, getting uh, coronavirus from this microphone because I'm wearing a condom right now. I figure that's cool. Uh, anyway, uh, Sunday was International Women's Day. Did you guys know that? Sunday was International. Yeah, good thing you, we gave them Sunday and not one of those 24-hour days that we have. Sunday was Daylight Savings. It was 23-hour day. You guys are making 57 minutes on the hour. It's a math joke. That wasn't ridiculous. That was math. Um, so anyway, yeah, coronavirus. Uh, I'm, I tell you, I'm, I'm kind of not worried about coronavirus because uh, my immune system predates antibacterial soap. So I feel I have immunities and stuff, and I'll be okay. And uh, then I heard the first person to die in America was a 19-year-old. And I was like, see, it's just going to call all you X's and Z's and whoever you are, your millennials and Z's. And uh, then I heard that was a false report, right? It actually was a woman in her 50s who did the first person. And I'm like, holy shit, it's a pandemic, guys. It's a pandemic. Release the funds. Pandemic, I tell you. Uh, let's see. Uh, in the uh, whole announcement for the coronavirus, when Trump like had Pence run interference for the apparently there was a Trump impersonator in the audience, and of course all the supporters were really upset and they wanted the Trump impersonator kicked out of the auditorium. But I don't know why that impersonator definitely had more relevant medical information than Mike Pence does. I don't know why they were mad at him. Anyway, Pence in charge of the coronavirus thing, right? What's he going to do? Pray the virus away? That's a reference to his stance on AIDS. You guys remember AIDS? It was this whole thing. Uh, anyways, Pence allowed to be alone in a room with a virus without mother. He calls his wife mother. And he, and he won't be in a room alone with a woman who isn't with, like, some other guy. Like, not even a business meeting. He w not without mother. It's very, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, I implore you guys to uh, stop buying masks. Apparently, they don't work. Uh, and, frankly, I need them. See, we're doing drywall next week. And that's really dusty stuff. It's important. Uh, one thing for sure about this coronavirus, it sure made it a lot harder to park in the city today. Everyone working from home. Jesus Christ. Go to work, people. Free up a parking space for a homie. Uh, I am pretty psyched about Costco, though, where you can get anything except social distancing. Holy shit. It's it's like uh, I know I know who's gonna die of coronavirus. Everyone with a Costco membership, they're a bunch of patient zeros. Uh, anyway, I, I was kind of not worried at all about the coronavirus, and then I came here to Mutiny Radio, and there's a bar of soap in the bathroom now, <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, it's a pandemic! More like a pandemic, huh? 
Super zing. Excuse me while I read my notes. Uh, let's go parking. Oh, yeah, Costco. I mean, uh, uh, coronavirus. Uh, it's the $400 emergency that half of America does not have. Nobody knows that stat. No one's got $400 in the bank anymore. This is going to do it. This is going to be, people are giving me shit about Andrew Yang and UBI. They're like, what good is UBI going to do? Well, with the coronavirus, we're about to find out what taking $1,000 a month from everybody is going to do to the economy. Yeah, that's a thinker. Anti-UBI, take that. Anyway, the Congress recently voted a, f a down a bill that would have given like a 14-day pay for all workers, an emergency fund for 14 days. And uh, however, they're all taking medical pay. Uh, I'm starting to think that there is a vaccine and they have it. We don't. So there was a guy uh, who uh, shook Ted Cruz's hand from the CDC, and it turned out he had tested positive for the coronavirus. And so Ted Cruz is quarantining himself because he was exposed to a guy who had the virus. And uh, they're also quarantining that guy because he touched Ted Cruz. <laughs> you can't let that spread. Uh, so here we are in the last March ever quite frankly. And uh, I actually hate March. This is the month that McDonald's whips out its uh, shamrock shake. Yeah, my stripper name. <laughs> Ruined my career. Anyway, So I did a comedy competition in LA a couple months ago and Ron Jeremy was in the audience. You guys know who Ron Jeremy is? Yeah. Is it weird that I recognized him from behind? Uh, anyway, speaking of uh, Armageddon, which apparently is happening, uh, am I the only one getting a lot of ads on Facebook for tactical pants? Just me? All right. The sign of times to come, I guess. Oh, speaking of Andrew Yang, uh, the last, who saw the last Democratic debate? The one where they were arguing about math? Yeah, how pissed was Andrew Yang, right? <laughs> Now you're bringing up math, you bastards. Apparently, um, clothes has just taken the place of cigarette butts as the most pollutant thing in all the ocean. And it's basically all your fault, right? All you fashionistas out here in mutiny land as I gaze upon the digs of everyone. Yeah. Uh, but you guys aren't going to change your behavior, right? Not to like pull a pair of skinny jeans out of a turtle's nose, right? Then, then maybe you'll do something about it. Anyway, speaking of straws, which we were, apparently they invented a straw that tests for date rape drug. Too bad we banned straws around here, though, huh? That's bad timing. Was, uh, that doesn't mean anything, though, does it? <laughs> Want me to say? Okay, so let's. All right, right. So um, from now on, can we start calling White Claw just? Claw. Nobody else drinks that shit. And uh, apparently, Trump Jr. got a license to go hunt a bear. Am I the only one rooting for the bear? Am I? Yeah. 
And in closing, so you know, <laughs> so you know, uh, so they're giving uh, Biden a lot of flack because in his acceptance speech, he mistook his wife for his sister. Uh, I don't know why that's such a big deal. Trump mistakes his wife for his daughter all the time. Yeah. All right, give it up for this timeless mic. All right, uh, one more time for Matthew, everybody. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the coronavirus is actually the only thing that uh, you know. It, it takes old white people. It just takes something that affects them for them to they ignore every other world problem. <laughs> but until oh, it could kill my grandson or me. Now I care. Um, all right, my uh, uh, yeah, uh, my good friend is next. My the next comedian on the list. Uh, I've known him for a while. One of my favorites as well, Mike Evans. Everybody. <laughs> It's a great song. Yes, I die wearing a glove. Uh, you know, normally when I try to come up with jokes, I try to think of like everything happening in the world and try to put my own perspective on it and think that like no one else is thinking what I'm thinking. But now everybody's scared of the same thing. Like racists are just as afraid of coronavirus as I am. It's the only thing we've ever had in common. It's the only thing. It's really crazy. Uh, yeah, I work in a middle school. Uh, I wish I was a sub so I could just not go. And they just closed schools down. And like me and the teachers were like arguing, not arguing. We were really fucking mad because uh, for all the schools to shut down, my old elementary school, like four kids had it. And then uh, my old high school, like two kids had it. And then an another school closed down because another kid's had it. I'm like, we're not taking caution. We're not taking precaution. We're waiting for something to happen, which is fucked up, right? So I guess it is a comedian's job to try to make this funny because I, I did realize at the same time that, like, you know, we all kind of need something to laugh at, which is probably why you two guys are here, right? Are you you're doing stand-up? You're doing stand-up? Okay. Yeah, right. Um yeah, it's funny, though, because I feel like all, a lot of diseases have happened in general in the past, but no one really cares until celebrities do get it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just I was so I found out I started getting scared in Trader Joe's a couple nights ago. Right. I was in Trader Joe's and I was like, there's nothing like vegetables are gone. And then in that same moment, vegetables are gone. This one guy was like, the NBA just stopped. I was like, what? And then the guy next to me was like, Tom, I mean, Tom Hanks just got it. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I wasn't afraid of it until people started telling me shit. So, ignorance is bliss. I am just not looking at my phone and just going to go to open mics where other people will talk to me about it. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Hanks and his wife. Right? I mean, same thing with AIDS, right? When AIDS happened, no one cared until, what, Magic Johnson and Eazy-E got it, right? And uh, what happened before that? What, AIDS, Ebola? Right. Ebola was just what mainly in Africa. So people didn't care. But now that's over here. People care. Just like school shootings. School shootings were happening in the hood for a very long time. Once they start having the little white kids. Boy, did we care. We marched. We marched all the way to Washington, D.C. I was like, fuck, if Bloods and Crips marched to Washington, D.C., it would be a different world. Different world.
it's fucked up too because it's fucking up my relationship because I've thought I've thought very heavily about cheating on my girlfriend, right? I've thought about it so many times, but now I'm like, this is a risk of my own health. I can't just fuck around and just fuck random girls right now. It's not the move. It's not how I'm gonna stay alive. And now I have to keep her alive too. She's like, oh, I'm gonna catch Muni. I'm like, fuck, I'll call you a lift. God damn it. This is money I didn't think I'd have to spend. I'm kidding. I wasn't planning on breaking up with my girlfriend. It's just fun to say that <laughs> because of coronavirus. Uh, I was talking to my barber the other day about how uh, I think it'd be hilarious if Corona tried to spin and make a commercial out of the coronavirus or very detrimental to their whole like operation. Could, could go either way, right? Like, drink Corona. This one won't kill you, right? Would you be offended or would you be like, would you go buy more Corona? You go buy more, right? Like, that's fucking genius. Yeah, I'm going to drink more of this shit. I don't know. It might not work. I mean, what? Kendall Jenner tried to make a, a police brutality ad with Pepsi, and that didn't work, right? So we'll see. People still drink Pepsi, though. People still drink Corona. Um, yeah, I work with uh, – this is fucked up. I work with special ed kids, too. So, like, uh, these kids, like, cough on me. Like, they don't know that there's a thing going around, right? So this one kid, like, coughed on me, and I just couldn't get angry. I was like, oh, my God. Like, just just get out my face. Uh, it's not even a joke. It's just we really how I interact with kids now. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny because, like, in stand-up, too, I think a lot of us talk about suicide and the apocalypse a lot, especially in San Francisco. So now that's actually happening, where is everybody? Where are all the jokes now? <laughs> Everyone's like, I wouldn't be afraid. I'd fucking do this and that. Like, one my one apocalypse joke was that, like, you know, I was scared of, like, North Korea actually throwing a missile at us. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? People are going to call their families and pray. I'm just going to look at it and die happy and just die <laughs> happy, right? <laughs> Who's laughing now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's rough because, like, I masturbate so much that I have to wash my hands before and after I use the bathroom now because I'm just scared. I'm, I'm just genuinely nervous. I've never masturbated with a glove on, but I've thought about it. I've thought about it very <laughs> a lot. <laughs> this is also fucked up. <laughs> so I took, before I left school today, I took a uh, hand sanitizer from the teacher's rooms that I didn't like that much and just just hoarded it for myself. I was like, you know, I wouldn't be that mad if you got it. It's fucked up because we're all old. Um, yeah. I also saw, like, all the fake memes about it, too, which is crazy. And it definitely confirms the fact that if shit really does hit the fan, there will be a meme about it. Like, there is no letting up. It's really crazy. Like, damn, I saw one about Forrest Gump. You guys see the one about Forrest Gump? About how it's like Forrest Gump fucked Jenny who had AIDS and he still caught the coronavirus. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ. The news broke like 15 minutes ago and there's already a really fucked up joke about it. And it's beautiful, but it's also like, God damn it. If slavery came back, everyone would be like, cheese and shackles. No. Okay. <laughs> no, but it's also fucked up too because I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to create like uh, a comedy special just like this guy did for th for thirty minutes. I'm trying really hard, but it's rough when there's no audiences, and I can't really like tell people to risk it and watch me not be that funny. That would be the worst part, right? And 
and I had to get liability insurance too for the event. Could you imagine the liability now? Someone gets sick and just dies at my show. That means like 10 more people might get sick and die at my show. Yeah. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about not coronavirus. Let's see if that's possible. Uh, hmm. Conspiracies. Isn't it weird that this is happening at the same time as an election year? Right? Right? And I also think that Pete Buttigieg, Nancy Klobuchar, and Tom Stoyer, I honestly think they were hired by the DNC to stop Bernie Sanders. I genuinely believe that. I really think that, like, they were never trying to run for actual president. They were just Biden supporters in disguise with good, you know, good resumes because that's how you run for president. Um, but, yeah, H1N1 came out in 2016 to try to stop people from voting. And now this is happening to try to stop people from voting. But I don't know. Italy's getting pretty fucked up right now. So I don't know if they are colluding with Trump or something. Trump just shook someone's hand. Matthew mentioned that. He might catch it, which would be one hell of a way to lose a president. That would be wild. It would be hilarious, but then, like, I don't know. Everything else after that I'm not too, <laughs> not too excited about. Because if he goes away, it's like we're excited here, and then but but then again, other countries are also excited. They're like, "Oh, we can just throw a bomb at them now for sure, and everything will be okay." I hope I'm, I hope I'm not correct in that. All right, let me think of one more thing to say before I get out of here. Uh, hmm. Do you think churches will be empty, even though it's all based on like faith of going? They've canceled church. All church, a lot of churches, no faith. That's like, (laughs) (laughs) you just pray it away, right? You just pray it away. There's nothing in anybody's zodiac sign that says you won't catch it. No, no one in anybody's astrology. All right, let me see. Fuck tech companies because you guys can work from home. That shit sucks. I can't teach kids from my fucking house. They didn't close my shit immediately. And now I'm thinking about it. Tech companies don't even need to be in San Francisco. I'm from here. And you're gentrifying this place for, I thought it was a good reason, right? But now I'm thinking about it. You could have always worked from home. Always. This entire time. I didn't need this traffic. I didn't need to not lose parking in front of my house. But here we are. Anyway, stay safe. Wear gloves. Mike Evans, everybody, with a, a gentleman's ten minutes right there. Give it up for him. That was that, that was good. Um, your your next comedian to uh, drop a thirty uh, is Brian Anderson. Brian Anderson, come on. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so I've never been an anxious person, um, but now I have a girlfriend, and she's been making me anxious uh, because I'll be like, hey, babe, I'm going out for a run. See you in 30. And she's like, okay, have a good time. But, you know, don't push too hard. You know, if your heart rate goes up too high, you could have a heart attack. You know, it, hap- it actually happens to 25-year-olds all the time. Perfectly healthy, go for a run, boom, dead. Okay, gonna skip the run. 
Um, but so now I'm trying to get used to being an anxious person. It's hard because I'm anxious about everything. I'm anxious about trying new things. I'm anxious about death. So my biggest fear would be to die while I'm trying something new. Right? Because then they write that article about you in the paper the next day. They're like, kite enthusiast killed. My whole family's like, what? We didn't even know he's an enthusiast about kites. What? Yeah. Or like, or the, the headline would be like, devil worshiper found dead. And my parents are like, oh, okay. <laughs> didn't know, but I understand. And then I feel bad for the people in that community because they got to come out with a response article and be like, listen, Brian Anderson, that guy, he's a nice guy, but he wasn't really part of us. You know, like he only came to one meeting. He didn't study up on the Latin, evidently. He was chanting out of tune, like bad, bad singing voice. Plus, he didn't take the blood oath. Like everybody knows, first thing you do, take the blood oath. I don't know. Brian Anderson, great guy. Certainly not a kite enthusiast. Um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm anxious about money. I, uh, but I see I have a dog, and the dog just sits at home all day and doesn't work, so I'm trying to capitalize on this. I think that maybe I could, could get some money out of the dog. Uh, so I saw a commercial the other day, and it was like, uh, hey, do you want your dog to work for you? Tired of him laying around at home just slobbering on the sofa? Well, sign him up for our dog circumcision class. No, 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 don't worry, no animal cruelty. We teach the dog to circumcise the humans. That way, when you come home from work, you can say, who's a good boil? Who's a good boil? Um, <coughs> I'm also anxious. I'm probably like a, the, the most anxious of, it reaches its height when I'm in the bathroom and somebody knocks on the door. Because I just don't know what to say. Like, what do you say? Somebody knocks on the door. I'm in here. I am in here. <laughs> it's kind of like an obvious, <laughs> yeah, couldn't be a more obvious statement. Where else would you be besides where you're in? Um, I like, I used to say one second, not a lot of time. <laughs> not enough. <laughs> this is just a lie. Um, but then I, I've, been no I've been noticing my favorite one lately is uh, when somebody, people say, somebody's in here. Not me. I'm not in here, but somebody else. They, they take no responsibility for their, for their actions <laughs> in the toilet. Uh, Um, I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but has anybody ever heard of the double knot? Uh, like to tie your shoes? Yeah, yeah. I, you ever hear of a of another knot? No. Little fucking weird. <laughs> Little weird, if you ask me. Um. I'm from New York. Any East Coasters in here? Woo! Where are you from? Oh, cool. Where in Jersey? Uh, I don't know. 
I like when people ask that. They they like ask like where? Oh, you're from Long Island? Where in Long Island? And it's like, do you know Long Island? Like, no. Like, whatever you say, I'm just gonna say that's cool. So that's cool, Westfield. Yeah, sounds nice. <laughs> um, but New York's a crazy place. I live in Brooklyn now, and I um, like if somebody asks me where I'm from, I'm from Yonkers, New York, just outside of the city. So you ask me where I'm from, I say, oh, I'm from Yonkers, New York. If you meet somebody who's from Brooklyn originally, and you say, oh, where are you from? They're like, Brooklyn. How, how did you know that? Like, it's, you, you should already know. Yeah. It, it was just recently Valentine's Day, those of you at home who haven't been keeping track of the dates. Um, and I went to the flower shop to buy uh, flowers, you know, like, <laughs> what else would I buy? And uh, I'm standing there, and this guy in front of me is like, yeah, let me get a, uh, let me get two reds, two blues, a white, fuck it, a yellow. I love her. She's the love of my life. I would die for her in the dead of winter. She makes it feel like a spring fucking day. I'm like, okay. <laughs> how, could you, how are you tough when you order roses? Like, pretty unreal. Um, how many minutes have I been going? Ah. Uh, Six? Okay, I'll just try this new thing. Um, <laughs> so uh, being from New York, I have these uncles who, like, it's just impossible to connect with because they're just like, they're just like stones, you know? I'm like, hey, Uncle Tim, how have you been? What have you been up to? You know, Merry Christmas. And he's like, same old, you know? I'm like, I actually don't know. I don't know what you do. I've never known what you do. What do you do? Work for the city. What city? What is the job for the city? That doesn't tell me anything. Like, are you sweeping? Are you, what are, are you signing papers? Yeah. But the only thing I can actually get a conversation, some traction going with my uncle, they seem excited always whenever I talk about driving somewhere because uh, they're big on the directions. No, 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 don't take 95. If you take 95 the whole way, oh man, you're gonna hit, get, hit boatloads of traffic. No, you gotta take 48. Between the hours of four and six, you take 48, you get off. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna put it in the GPS. Literally whatever the GPS says. And like, yeah, yeah, but listen, if you get off on the second exit on 48, you're gonna get in a bad neighborhood. You don't wanna be over there, so you gotta go third exit. And you're gonna know when you're in the neighborhood. You see the gas station, you're gonna see, it's not good. So you get back on the highway, go to the next, uh, yeah, 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 like I said, GPS. Just whatever the GPS says, that's what I'm going to do. I'd, it, you could say anything. I would say, oh, yeah, and then put it in the GPS. Um, that's it. Thank you so much, Mutiny Radio. And I got plenty, yeah. hundreds and fifties and twenties, yeah. stacking my digits, yeah. hot like a motherfucking skillet, yeah. don't put your hands on me with it, swagging and spilling. Oh, keep it going, keep it going, all right, we're moving right along. Would that be, would that be crazy if, if your GPS just at, out of nowhere was just like, you're in a rough area, uh, this, this area is low income, yeah, uh, that voice does sound a little white. Um, your next comedian was scheduled for five minutes, but due to the coronavirus, we pushed that back to 30. Uh, please welcome to the stage, Teddy Alexander. Hello, thank you very much. Thank you, Pam, and is it Anthony? Thank you. Hello, everyone. Uh, so 
I don't have a whole lot to say about the coronavirus, which I feel like is kind of weird because a lot of people think, or I, I too think the jokes are kind of writing themselves, but uh, I'm not the conduit for that. Like, I, I have nothing to say about it except um, that I've been misspelling it um, publicly. I've been spelling it C-A-R-O-N-A, Corona, Corona. That's how people have been pronouncing it, and that's how I've been spelling it. Uh, and my twin sister and I, we work for this kind of high-profile person, and uh, she was tweeting on his behalf the other day, and she was misspelling it as well. It was kind of hilarious. We noticed the, the day after. It was so funny. Like, hundreds of retweets, comments, hashtag coronavirus. So that was pretty hilarious. Um, but, yeah, otherwise, uh, I was walking down the street the other day, and there was a strange man walking toward me, and I knew that it was going to be one of two things. He was either going to hit on me or he was going to ask me for directions. And uh, I thought to myself, dear God, please just let him harass me a little bit uh, because at least I know how to respond when I'm being harassed. But as soon as somebody asks me, like, which direction the water is, um, that's, that's inappropriate. Like, you're being inappropriate. You're making me feel uncomfortable. Um, but when people do ask me for directions, I try to do the neighborly thing and just give my best guess. And uh, something about the coronavirus, we have to be concerned about our neighbors, especially our, uh, our homeless neighbors. Um, I have a homeless neighbor I'm very fond of. His name's Jerry. Uh, and he and I have gotten pretty close over time. Uh, he and I, you know, we're close. He has a nickname for me or a pet name. Uh, he likes to call me cunt bitch. <laughs> and uh, and every, every once in a while, uh, as I'm walking by, he'll just flick a lit cigarette at me. And, uh, and th that is so sweet, because I know for a fact it must have taken hours for him to come by that. And it's like, <laughs> it does not go unnoticed. So I'm Jerry's in my heart tonight. Um, uh, Something I was thinking about lately, do you know people who uh, leave the television on for their dog when they leave the house? That's weird, huh? Like, I never thought of doing that. I, but they think it's nice, um, keep the dog company. But, like, what if your dog just fucking hates that? Like, they're like, if I have to listen to one more minute of Rachel Maddow or hear one more Zoloft commercial, I'm going to fucking kill myself. And then you have a dead dog on your hands. And that was completely avoidable. So um, that was just my thought. Uh, one other thing about me is I'm, I'm an identical twin I mentioned to you. Uh, I work with my sister. And uh, being a twin has taught me a lot of life lessons, um, one of which being how to forgive, um, which is important. Uh, for instance, I do forgive my sister for trying to absorb me. Uh, in the womb, she tried to trying to murder me, um, and I forgive my mom for doing absolutely nothing to to try to stop her. Uh, I don't hold a grudge about that. I don't. I try not to hold a grudge about anything. Just kind of move forward in life. Um, like I'm not even mad at Corey Bridgewater for uh, calling me lizard face throughout middle school. Um, like doesn't even phase me anymore. It's kind of crazy that you brought it up because I hadn't thought about that in years and. I, I hope he's doing well. Um, one other thing is uh, lately I've been trying to get rid of some junk. I've been trying to minimize, minimalize, if you will, 
Um, and there's that show with Marie Kondo that got very popular last year. I forget what it's called. Does anyone know what that was called? Tidying Up. Tidying Up, very popular show last year. Uh, and Marie Kondo, she's got like a, a mantra or like a saying. Whenever she wants to get rid of an item, she'll take the object and she'll say, thank you. And then she will discard the object. And I, too, have a mantra when I want to get rid of something. I take the thing and I say, you're trash. You've always been trash. You'll always be trash. And now you're going in the trash. And then I just move it over to the maybe pile. And if I don't touch that thing for six more months, I swear to God, it's going right in the trash. Um, lastly, I, I will leave you with this. Um, I don't know what it is about me. Maybe you can uh, help me with this. There is something about me that uh, makes it seem like I work here. Um, no matter where I go, uh, whether it's you know FedEx, definitely FedEx, Target, absolutely Target, um, or the Blood Lab down the street on Stockton Street. Um, I was there the other day getting blood work done, and I was uh, sitting in the patient area with a little tourniquet on my arm, and a woman comes up to me and tries to hand me paperwork. She's speaking Cantonese. I don't work there. I don't, I don't know what it is about me, if it's like a, a sense of command that I exude, like, like I know the answers to your questions, or maybe just a general sense of subservience. Um, but all I know is thank you all for choosing Mutiny Radio for your open mic tonight. And if you need absolutely anything, please do not hesitate to ask. My name is Teddy Alexander. I'll be sitting right over there. All right. Thank you so much. All right. One more time for Teddy, everyone. All right. Um, and if you're listening as well, uh, well, if you're in the building, uh, don't forget to donate as well. But if you're listening, you can also donate. Uh, look up the Venmo at Mutiny Radio. Send us some of that toilet paper money. Um, and also make sure to follow Mutiny Radio at Mutiny Radio SF as well. And, and follow me too if you find me somewhere. Um, but yeah, uh, your next comedian, uh, I follow him around. Um, and he is the memento of comedians because he draws on himself, but you can't see that because you're listening. But give it up for Sam Carroll. Hey, how you guys doing? Are, you, are we healthy poopers in the room? You all taking nice, good poops once a day? Good form and everything? That's good. It's important. Shouldn't be stigmatized. I have been taking too many shits recently, a day. And... Just because I'm having a little bit of wiping difficulties, I'm really, I'm just tearing up my asshole. I just, I want to poll the audience on just a wiping question. Are we, are we back to front wipers or front to back? Do we have any, do we have any front to back? That's the most common one. That's the most common one. And then we also, we also have back to front, which is, you know, can you imagine? Back to front, like from your back. From your coccyx bone, like it, you, if you were to start at your coccyx bone and then like use your ball sack as like a ramp up. That's, yeah. Yeah. So, wow, that's really weird. No side to side wipers here. I think that's my issue, honestly. Should probably switch that. Yeah. What else? What else? We get the, the good old coronavirus. We were talking about a zombie apocalypse, plans for zombie apocalypse. I was thinking a little bit about that because I agree with your plan a lot, you know. 
it's basically an apartment building where the rooms at the very end in a skinny hallway and you pile up all of the furniture or whatever in the skinny hallway so you can't get to the end. And it's fucking genius. And I was thinking, yeah, that's exactly what I would do. And then, you know, I, I know a building, right, that is the exact same setup. And there's a room in the end with just a stool, just like knee high, and then uh, just a perfect noose hanging from the ceiling. And I don't know how to tie knots at all, let alone when zombies are, like, banging at furniture and shit. Like, so I think that would be perfect. I'm just, because I'm just going to kill myself if the zombies have. That's what I'm going to do. And you all should, too, because, I don't know, death is a sacred thing. That's not really a joke, but just a belief. All right, let's see what else I have. Oh, yeah, I performed stand-up in a church last night. Uh over at 110 Julian in the Mission. It was it was a uh, it was a good time. I did whip it on stage. I said hell Satan. I did get struck by lightning right after. Um but no, no. I was uh, but I was thinking about it cuz like nowadays people that go to church y- you don't get a lot of people that have been going to ch- to church like ancestrally like it's been passed down. Like a lot of people that go to church like had a really fucked up part of their life. Um in the past, in churches like this open space where they can talk openly about that, where else they really couldn't have that. So church is basically just like Satanics Anonymous at this point in the level of cults. And that, yeah, that probably could have been a one-liner. Church is just Satanics Anonymous. <laughs> Again, just beliefs, I guess. So, uh, so sex is great, right? That's pretty nice. It's good stuff. It's a lot of w- a lot of weird shit. Have you guys heard of gerontophilia? I looked up a list the other day of all these philias. Gero- you have gerontophilia if you want to fuck the elderly. Yeah. Unless you're already an elderly who wants to fuck another elderly, then you just have dick pills. Yeah. It's a bunch of weird ones out there. Infantophilia. That one. That one. <laughs> Yeah, that's a real one. That was on the list. It was Wikipedia, though, so some psycho could have typed it in, but it seems legit. But it, when you think about it, it's the best form of pedophilia, right? In the sense that the least emotional trauma is handed down. Babies don't have memories. Fuck you, fight me. It's If you're talking about physical trauma, then I think I think these guys are coming on top. They're coming out on top. It's <laughs> yeah. I knew a girl, I used to know a girl, I knew a girl who had a choking fetish, but the weird part about it was that she had a peanut allergy too, so she would want me to auto-erotic anaphylaxis her, and I told her that's ridiculous, man, that's cra- that's ridiculous because auto-erotic implies you're doing it yourself, but I'll erotically rub some skippy on your upper lip for sure. And we can make a movie and call it Doggy Style. <laughs> All right. I think that's enough time for me. Thank you very much. It's an incredible amount of tears right now. That are uh, Sam Carroll, everybody. Sam Carroll. Um, I'm just going to take a quick journey because my memory uh, is terrible. I'll there I'll we go. I'll do time if there's – I mean, obviously there's time. 
Bill, right. Kelly Evans said he was going to come. Okay, we should wrap it up then. Yeah. No, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> real, real quick. Um, now, Kelly, Kelly Evans also looks like he works everywhere. <laughs> um, if you see him when he gets here, he just looks every, every office, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, we are, we're on to our last comedian. Also, surprisingly, so tomorrow night at 6 p.m. on the YouTube channel Counterproductive, I'm doing my third, yes, my third rap battle. Um, and so it's a, f it's a free stream, four battles. I'm one of them. I'm going to win. Um, just like I've won all my battles because only one was judged. I won that one. One wasn't, <laughs> one wasn't judged. So I won that one, of course. Like, what, what are you, you got to be kidding me. Um, and then I'm, and I'm going to win this one, too. So uh, tune in for that. Also, get the Mutiny Radio app as well. I have the app. You should have the app. Um, if you're listening to this on the app, good for you. Speaking of which, um, I, I don't know why. That, that, that's, that makes no sense. Actually, fun story. In my first rap battle, I choked a little bit in one of the rounds. Um, and I said, speaking of which, which was the line that I had written, and then I forgot what I was going to say after that so how insane did I look when I was, you only say speaking of which when something reminds you <laughs> of something like oh you mentioned bikes speaking of which what was I talking about like <laughs> but I still won okay uh, moving on uh, your last uh, comedian and then uh, we'll figure out what's gonna happen but uh, it's like 650 so he's gonna do like an hour and change all right Brandon James everybody uh, all right, so this is the first time ever doing stand-up, so bear with me. Um, I decided, like, last second, I was like, why does it, might as well fucking do it, whatever. Um, I have some weird stuff I guess I could share recently. You know, it's, I've been thinking, I've been thinking, it's, it's weird how we all ended up here tonight. Like, out of all directions and parallel universes and stuff, we ended up here tonight sharing each other's experiences. I grew up in the Midwest, in Iowa, and I don't know how the fuck I escaped that. Everyone, 99.9% .9 of everyone I know stays there. Um, and then, it, you know, I moved out to San Francisco to be with a girlfriend. We are no longer together. I was in Chicago, moved out here. She's now in Chicago, I'm out here. We flipped cities, um, which is really strange. But it's kind of cool because, like, being single in San Francisco you run into like really weird situations. Uh, recently, like I've been just trying to be a slut on Hinge. I think it's like good to get out of your system and try to, uh, yeah, you know, do whatever. Um, but you know, I you can set your parameters to wherever you want to do your age, your range. So I just set it all over the place, and I'm like matching with people in San Jose, blah blah blah, and it's kind of okay because in my mind. You know, no one's ever going to find out or see you or whatever. Um, so recently, like, I've been doing these things, and I just go and, like, we'll meet up in, like, Burlingame or, like, some random place in between San Jose and San Francisco. And I've had more success not on the dates but after the dates. I think I just have a couple of drinks during it, get kind of drunk, and the person's like, all right, I'm probably going to leave. Like, this is ridiculous. Um, and then I just like kind of like hanging out at the bar and just uh, sitting around shooting the shit and then usually That's where I find more success is after after the actual hinge date. So it's like kind of the pregame before Whatever um, the other night I went down and met this girl. Uh, she works at Apple. I was like, oh, you know, you're pretty Educated you could I could be a stay-at-home dad. You could pay for everything. That would be fantastic um, And then she left randomly and then uh, I 
ended up talking to like these two divorced moms and it was really weird and we went dancing together and now this lady will not stop blowing up my phone. And it's kind of creepy, but I'm kind of like, she. So once in a while I'll get drunk, I'll be like, hey, what's up? And she's like, oh, I'm with my 16 year old daughter. And I'm like, this is weird, but it's kind of <laughs> like only in San Francisco. Um, what else, what else? Coronavirus, I'll, I'll jump back to coronavirus, yeah. Um, I do think it is weird that it's during an election year, you know? I, it's wiping out China, it's wiping out Iran, it's gonna topple Trump. Uh, there might be some sort of conspiracy to it. I can't, I can't decide if, if that's true or not. But, you know, it's funny, people at my office saw this coming from like a mile away. There's this one guy who's just like kind of crazy, and he's like, yeah, I just bought two shotguns the other day, you know? Getting plywood, getting, buying shotguns. Um, and I, I thought he was a little crazy, but now I think he, he was kind of on to something. Um, he did give me an N95 mask or whatever like that, whatever that is. It's supposed to be good. So I got one of those, so don't think that will do anything after I've been speaking in this mic. I'm probably fucked. Especially after, like, people that work at elementary schools feel like the kids are just, like, walking fucking Petri dishes, you know? What else? <coughs> My life has been weird the last couple months. Uh, I went home for Christmas break, got utterly fucked up with some buddies. You know, when it's a, a reunion, it's a good excuse. And, like, I came back, and all of a sudden the next day I thought I was just severely hungover. And, like, I was like, oh, maybe a little hair of the dog, I'll have a beer. And all my kidneys started killing. And, like, my liver and I had the most excruciating pain. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And thought I was about to die. And so I just chugged a bunch of water, and something happened. But it, it lingered for a while. So I went to the doctor, and the doctor's like, oh, we're going to run a bunch of blood work. Did a bunch of blood work. And then he's like, I also need a stool sample. So I'm like, okay, I live in San Francisco. The doctor's in Palo Alto. You need to get the stool sample to the doctor within two hours. Otherwise, it's no good. So, like, logistically trying to figure out how the fuck I'm going to do this is a nightmare. And I'm like, do I get a stool sample and then, like, get an Uber to the doctor? And, like, do I get a ride share? Because, like, it's kind of expensive to go to Palo Alto. Do I have a stool of shit and I'm in the Uber and this other – don't mind me. You know, just doctor stuff, uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It was a, uh, but I ended up doing this get around app. So someone else's car that they actually own probably smells like shit now. And, you know, it's okay with me. Um, but it was funny because, like, you know, you're carrying around this thing. You're trying to be sly. You don't know what's going on. Uh, I don't know. What else? What else? Uh, Thanks. I think that's almost it. You know, recently, the whole working from home stuff is kind of throwing a screw, throwing a wrench, whatever the fucking saying is, uh, into my daily schedule. Because now I plug in. My office gave me this thing where it's like a remote AWS thing. So I plug into the back of my router, and all my internet traffic goes through it and connects to my work's computer system and network. So they see... They have eyes on all, everything, network and internet that you're doing. So I'm like, how the fuck do you watch porn now? You know, my my office is like monitoring all this. I'm staying at home. I presumably really don't have to work. It it get, it freaks me out that they like it's you know very Big Brother esque stuff going on. Um, yeah. One last story, I guess that I kind of encountered. I've been recently dabbling in edibles, so I think it's fun to do at night and 
I watch Post Malone live concerts, and for some reason that is like my thing right now. I think Post Malone is awesome and talented, but if you guys ever get a chance to see him live, he's, well, I've never seen him live, but if you watch him on YouTube live, it's almost like you're there. And he like falls over the stage. He's like, he, he's just like kind of my role model right now. Awesome guy. So I do this the other night, and I, I had Chinese food, uh, or ordered a bunch of Chinese food, you know, having a typical Sunday, having a me day. Uh, ordered a bunch of Chinese food, take an edible, and I'm somewhat new to it, so my body still hasn't been great at experiencing this stuff. And I kind of like was full, so then I like went to bed, and I get up early and go to work, and I'm like, that's weird, I didn't get high last night. Fuck happened. S two hours in to the office, and my computer screen starts going like, you know, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it takes me a couple of seconds to realize I'm starting to get high at work, <laughs> at the office, and I don't know what to do. So I, my safe area is just, I go to the bathroom and sit on the toilet, and I'm sitting there and kind of like in a sweat, and I'm like, I'm really stoned right now. I can't see anything, I can't put words together. I don't know if I'm going to go home sick or not, or just tough it out. So in my mind, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll tough it out. So I'm like, what do I need? I need water and a lot of sodium and just soak this shit up, and it'll be good. So I go. It's like, I don't know, 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning. Go to the, the kitchen, and I get just a couple things of beef jerky, like these bags of beef jerky. And I sit at my, uh, at my desk, and like it's a very open environment. Everyone can see what's going on. And I'm there at like 9 in the morning just shoveling beef jerky <laughs> into my mouth. And everyone's like looking at me. And at the time, I was like, oh, this is good because it's going to like clean me up a little bit. You know, I'll come down and be able to work. And I think everyone was horrified that I – they didn't know what was going on. They were confused. And to this day, they still don't know. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was kind of a fun experience. But that's it. I just decided to vent a little bit. So. Thank you for listening to my bullshit. Oh, one more time for his first time ever doing stand-up. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. That's that's incredible. Um, but yeah, uh, that's uh, yeah. Also, um, go home uh, and uh, write write some write some more jokes, and of course, uh, keep writing. And then uh, post on the Bay Area Comedy Network asking where the mics are. Okay, to, that everyone will love you. Don't, don't do that. The, the, you're you're going to go to the announcements tab, and it's over there somewhere. At, message Brooke Heineken. She knows. Um, or Matt Gubser. They're great. Um, but yeah, uh, your next comedian is right over here, if you want to say it. Uh, that was the last. Uh, I don't know your name. What's your name? Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to have uh, a very special person first. Uh, the reason this is all still here, make it very loud for one of my favorites, Pam Benjamin. I'm really high. I just did a. I would, it, when sometimes when you move, when you're high and you don't. Okay. Thanks for giving me money, though. I really appreciate it. It's hard. It's hard. It's with that coronavirus. I don't know. It didn't matter. It's hard without coronavirus. It doesn't matter. It's fine. I'm very high. I make this uh, pot bread, and I made it yesterday, and it made me. I I mean it's it's. When you make bread, oof! I am high. Fuck my face. Okay. <laughs> Keep saying words. Just say words. No, I was baking bread, and I took all of these little dormant yeast, right? And I, and I made them alive, and they were burping and farting, and they made the bread. And then I like let it rise, 
and I, I put it in the oven and I murdered them. <laughs> Vegans eat bread. Bread is some Nazi shit. You kill like thousands of living beings. You like will them into existence and then you're like, do my bidding, slaves. And then you murder them in an oven. And vegans eat this all the time. Fucking hypocrites. Right? Can you, did you ask those yeast for consent? Okay. Cool. Vegans are fucked up. They call uh, cashew cheese cheese. They're like, oh, you go to Grassi's Madre and they spend $11 for enchilada and got cashew cheese. It's not cheese. It doesn't melt. Why call it cheese? I hate that. It's the same thing with the fucking fake bacon. Why you call it, why you want meat that doesn't taste like meat? I've got tofurkey. It tastes just like turkey. Eat turkey. <laughs> I wanted to take that. Talking vegans. I um, actually, I want to be able to have free trade breast milk uh, from all around the world, consent-based, and then we can make cheese to save the vegans, right? Because milk, breast milk's like 22% fat, so it's gonna make like a really creamy, delicious cheese for vegans. <laughs> <laughs> but I smoke and eat so much weed that if I used my breast milk, I could make TH cheese. <laughs> yeah! But then the question is, can I get high off my own supply? Like, will I reach weed singularity? Um. Do you guys ever get so high that you forget how your own shower works? <laughs> it's hot, it's cold. <laughs> it's like Airbnb being in your own home. <laughs> Why is there cat litter on this bathroom floor playing a lot for this fucking place? <laughs> yeah, I get I'm, I'm super high right now, I'm sorry. Uh, I... I'm, I'm, ha this is, I don't know, I'll just talk about it. I'm, I'm going through menopause. I'm having my third period since August, and it sucks. Like, I just want to get a tattoo, like, to commemorate my uterus's disuse of a tiny skeleton uh, baby kitten. A kitten! <laughs> a tiny kitten, like a little kitten, all, like, wrapped up in, like, the fetal position, like a little skeleton baby kitten. I love cats. I do. I'd never want to have a baby, but I'd have like a kitten. Here's the crazy thing about kittens, though. When they're born, they have all their teeth. They have all their fucking teeth. And mommy kitties can have like eight kitties. And then they're all, her nipples must be made of Kevlar. Like, what are cat nipples made out of? And why aren't we researching this shit? Also, talk about million dollar ideas. Okay, so we all know that if you eat weed or whatever, it comes out in lactation. Why aren't we feeding goats weed? Like all the trash. Like all the fucking trash from all the weed grows, feed it to the goats and then milk those motherfuckers and make TH cheese out of that. Why isn't, where is Davis? You see Davis in their fucking veterinary program. Where are the llamas eating weed making fucking cheese? I'm not the smartest person alive, but sometimes, thank you. Sometimes I think I am. Think about the T-Rex bones, right? Like, okay, T-Rex bones. Think about them in your head, right? Big beefy legs and some weird hip cap that forces him over with these tiny little faggy arms up front. It's like blah, 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 and a huge mouth. But no, no breastbone. You just see ribs and there's nothing holding them together, right? So it's the hubris of man. 
that takes the biggest, coolest dinosaur and makes it walk on two legs. If you flip that hip cap thing and you flip it around, it's a breastbone, and those big, beefy legs become big, beefy wings. T-Rex was a dragon. Why do we have all this dragon mythology? Where does it all come from? St. George and the dragon, and the dragon, all the Chinese people and dragons, the fucking tattoos and dragons, even the dinosaurs, girls with dragon tattoos. Dragons, dragons, dragons. Dinosaur. T-Rex was a dragon. Thank you. I, sometimes I do think I'm the smartest person alive. I'm like, how is it? Thank you, yes. I got an applause break on my T-Rex joke. Thanks. I know, and I never had. I've convinced like a bunch of fifth graders that this is absolute truth. I'm like, they're like, yeah, T-Rex was a dragon, sweet. I'm like, tell all your friends. <laughs> where, uh, where do you cry in public? I do it on the bus. I like public transportation, yes. Feeling alone amidst a crowd of people, crying. No one will fuck with you. No one will ask you how you are, and if they do, I like give, I'm like, Fuck your face, <laughs> right? Don't talk to me, I didn't ask for that. And they're like, you're pretty when you cry. Ah! <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so vulnerable. Um, ride the bus and touch your face. Touch your face. <laughs> no. We're going to a crowded place, a crowded place. There's no need to wash your hands, wash your hands. Coronavirus is a scam. Is it a scam? My, my, my corona. <laughs> <coughs> my, 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 my corona. Thank you for listening to my jokes. Yay, Anthony Dakar. Oh, that was amazing. Pam 2020. All right, Pam, on a, on a THC cheese platform specifically. Um, and to expose big dinosaur um, and, their <laughs> and their conspiracies. Um, yeah, I I realize this with this coronavirus thing, I have a uh, I have anxiety, so I think there's something globally wrong all the time, and now this has given me a, a justified reason to think that as well. And guess what? The one-two punch with that, my face or my tick, my anxiety tick is touching my face, <laughs> like it's ridiculous. It's like uh, like before this, and I'm trying not to uh, touch my face now, but before this, I looked like I had a bad tell in poker all the time. I was just <laughs> touching my face. Uh, the whole time. Uh, but your next comedian, uh, I just uh, I just learned his name. He has amazing tattoos. Uh, Alex Chavez, everybody. However long was that? Bone thugs. Less than thirty minutes. You got it. Uh, what's that? It was bone thugs. Right on. Uh, like imagine. I feel like I talk to a lot of people who really want to use their imaginations, but I feel like there's not really a lot of room nowadays that for people to use their imaginations because everything's being fed to us through our little imagination boxes. But I'm going to ask all of us to take a moment and think deeply into your head of the most deepest, darkest, creepiest gnarliest sexual fantasy that you have like the the kink that even your search bar doesn't know imagine it right and so then use that imagination that thing that like like even like even on like your wildest most pilled out fucking orgy party day that you still be like 
I'm gonna <laughs> see this one for myself. There's some people and like that's like their reality, you know. Like there's like imagine being an animal fetishist. You know what I mean? Well, like your thing was like <sighs> diddling rodents. You know what I mean? Like the th- and that was like the only thing that you could do to get off. Like you know, and like you're there and like you have like you have like your the, your <sighs> gerbil like thing all set up to your house because you're not like an you're not you're not an animal. I mean you're it's relative. You're not a monster. You know you you want to have a nice playroom for your guinea pigs or whatever you know and you're there and you're like you're you know you're kind of watching the news you're not really like super concerned about like what's going on in the world because you're living in your own and you're sitting there and you're like rimming out your little fucking gopher buddy and they're like and then you're just like mm-hmm. and and you hear on the news like scientists have found the cause of the coronavirus and you're just no 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 don't say don't say don't say looking gopher bottles. Please don't say looking gopher bottles. Please don't say looking. The found of the cause, there was a man. Oh, fuck, I'm a man. Please, 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 please don't say gopher bottles. Please don't say gopher bottles. Somebody ate. Like, oh, my God, don't say it. 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 I just touched my face. Don't say it. 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 From eating a bat. You're like, Thank God. Oh. Did I dodge a bullet on that one? Because if you think about it, I mean, like bats and gophers, it's uh, so close. I I should really take a look at uh, this kind of behavior because, like, of all the things it could have been, it wasn't a lab mistake. It wasn't like a terrorist attack. But God loves me, you know, some, no matter what. So you know, I'm getting those gopher bottles. You know, I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> the fuck, I ain't scared. Um. The other day, I took a online test uh, to see if I uh, to see if I'm autistic, which I think is like the millennials. Uh, am I gay? You know what I mean? Because it's 2020 now, so like the answer to that is for sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know, but I think like uh, having an existential crisis uh, is not unique to any century or generation. You know, because like you can look through like all literature where, you know, the protagonist is wrestling with the devil. Hard wink, because it's <laughs> wrestling with the devil, because gay. But, uh, um, so, but, you know, but sometimes when people, like, have things that aren't going their way in their life, like, they, you know, maybe I should stop drinking, you know, or, which, first of all, I don't know if anyone's ever taken an online am I an alcoholic test. I have. And, yeah, right? And I'm going to tell you what. Second or third question, I was like, this shit is in the bag. I'm going to ace this. Because it's like, in the past 12 months, which already, if you're asking someone who you think might be an alcoholic how their last 12 months have been, who remembers that? And obviously, not too hot, because someone brought it up. And so, anyways, I got to say, though, the tension in the room filling out that am I autistic test was palpable. You can, I was like, fuck, this could go either way. I don't know, you know? And uh, I got a D minus, which is not like a, I don't know the last time you were all in school, but a D minus is like one of the worst grades you can get. Because if you get like a 30%, like a hard F, it's like, I don't even spell my name right. <laughs> fuck this, you know? And if you get like, <laughs> you know, if you get a C minus, it's like, man, I can't believe I blew it, you know? And uh, 
so a D minus, it's kind of like I took the test and like, ugh, I mean, like, we can tell that you've been paying attention, but maybe like, uh, maybe a little less eye contact. You know what I mean? Which is like, you know, I'm not like, and I'm not here to say that I like support like psychological abuse of uh, the mentally handicapped. But sometimes I think that sometimes my dad going like, look at me when I'm fucking talking to you, really helped me out in the long run not get money from the government. Um, <laughs> that's the joke. No one gets money from the government for being mentally handicapped. Um, let's see. What else is cracking? Uh, feminism is having its fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's like, A, you know that fucking worst fucking game show on TV? Here's a motherfucking contestant for your ass. And it's like, oh, yeah, what about, what do you think about her? And be like, yeah, like, we're going to take down this fucking mech warrior patriarchy. But then the problem with the people who, like, aren't watching the message happen is, like, at the same time when they're like, like, that fist is also inside of somebody who's, like, selling their selfies online for $220. I don't know how much selfies go for. But, like, it's, like, it's hard to, like, be like, equal pay for equal work it's like hey wait a minute let's let let's divide and conquer before we have like just like everybody getting on board you know what i mean lady gaga i saw a quote like i interviewed with her she's like when uh uh fucking uh who the fuck are these guys motley crew was banging chicks and slamming heroin you call them rock stars and then when i do it you call me a whore it's like i understand what she's saying they were also whores but also nikki six didn't really have any opinions on anything other than heroin and whores so then it made it like a lot easier to separate the identities anyways i think everyone should feel safe being who they are you know i don't think anyone should feel like they shouldn't do things i just feel like uh have a little bit of self-awareness you know what i'm saying that's why i came to san francisco to tell some fucked up jokes um anyways what else is i gonna talk about kind of kind of hard retarded animal sex um i think that's all i got i kind of ran out of steam there at the end so thanks for letting me get up here that was fantastic. Keep it going for Alex, please. Thank you. All right. Uh, and uh, the final comic for, for now, or if anyone else shows up, then, then they're next. Um, so uh, give it up for Kelly Evans, everybody. Kelly Evans. I've also been hugging random strangers, so not all that fucking smart. Anyway, what's up? What's going on? How's it going? I am just irrationally paranoid, you know? That's it. It's healthy. You should be, you know? Fucking <laughs> just dig into it, right? Just they're coming after you. Who? The government? The diseases? I don't know. Everybody. They're all coming after you. Just fucking feel it, you know? That's what we're here for. That's why I, I don't Who gives a shit? That's why I'm at Mutiny on a 
on a Friday. Uh, I actually considered using the comet in the bathroom to wash my hands because I was like, that community soap seems like a bad idea. You know, it's, a, it's like a soap bar. That is fucking prehistoric. We should. Uh, what is it, the 1800s? Um, anyway. Uh, fucking I don't know. I got some new shit, but let's talk about it, I guess. Uh, I'm dating someone right now. So thank you. Thank you. Um, and uh, she is very, very new astrology, which is great. I like that actually a lot. People dunk on astrology too much. People are fucking mean to astrology people. They hear you're into astrology and like, what? You have a sense of peace and wonder about the universe? You fucking idiot. What? You're so dumb. The universe is empty. What the fuck is wrong with you? God damn it. All right, man. It's positive. Like, that's astrology people are fun, man. Like, at parties, especially. Like, you want to feel like the center of attention. Have somebody talk to you about your sign, okay? And not just the main one. I'm talking about the fucking rising and the mood and there's an asteroid and a fucking lucky charm. I don't know what the fuck all of them are. Anyway, but listen, to you will feel, like, so special. You'll be like, it's about me? It is? What? I'm a natural-born leader and a passionate lover. Of course I am. I'm such an Aries. I'm such an Aries. What? Oh, yeah. The only, my only complaint is <laughs> sometimes I feel like they're stealing my identity. Like, why do you need so much information from me? You know, like, it's my birthday and the time of day and then my mom's maiden name. I need a photo ID and a signature all of a sudden. Like, what the fuck is got All this just to see if I can date a Taurus. Is that really? I feel like I should just be able to date who I want. Um... <laughs> And, like, I don't know. Besides that, it's fine. I like it. I, and, honestly, what are your other options? Fucking atheism. Uh, those people are fucking annoying. I'm sorry if any of you are atheists. It's just so fucking uh, – it's like, you know, the Bible's written by man, not God, right? Just normal man. I'm like, cool, man. Uh, sh- how do you know – like, how are you so sure? He's like, uh, because I read books by common men. Anyway – yeah, yeah, fucking who knows what the fuck is up, all right? Don't be so sure of yourself. And then the other option is, like, OG religion slash real estate. You know, like, that's what they're into. It's just there are a lot of rules and regulations with that that I don't abide by. Like, like religion is like your mom, you know? You got to do homework and do your chores. But uh, astrology is like your fun aunt. It's like, you want candy? You get fucking candy. Premarital sex? Fucking have at it, all right? Anyway, that's how my aunt is, at least. She's always about premarital sex, you know? <laughs> Like, go for it, buddy. I mean, not with her. That Okay, I should clarify. Uh, <laughs> whoops. That didn't come out right. Um, I, uh, I had just a mustache recently. I shaved off everything but the mustache. That's about the response I received. <laughs> People were not enthusiastic, surprisingly. Nobody was into it. I See, I'm from Texas, and, like, uh, you know, mustaches in Texas, like, for cowboys, man. You know, I thought I looked like Chuck Norris, uh, but... My girlfriend thought I looked like I bought duct tape in bulk. So, you know, <laughs> fucking agree to disagree on that, okay? And, uh, you know, that's not a good look for me because I talk to my neighbor's kid a lot. Like, a lot, you know? It's not weird, all right? It's not we- Like, I smoke weed. He's got science bags. Did you know the lobsters pee out of their face? Did you fucking know that shit? You didn't fucking know that. You should be impressed right now. Anyway, talk to a third grader, eat some weed. You'll fucking learn shit. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, his mom is not as enthusiastic as I am about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I ran into her in the laundry room, and uh, she walks out to me, and just out of nowhere, she's like, oh, I've been meaning to catch you. Um, hey, can you not talk to my son? <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, that's a bit, I mean, start a, with a hello first, you know? Like, I just feel like that's lead into that shit. Uh, but I'm like, I'm a comic. I'm going to make a joke out of it, you know? Like, that's how you recover this situation, right? So I was like, oh, oh, pff, don't worry, because, yeah. He's not even that cute, right? Ah, 
Nope. <laughs> she did not think that was funny at all. So uh, I don't do laundry anymore. Is <laughs> I've washed my clothes in a while. Anyway, you just keep buying cheap T-shirts. Is what I've learned. You can do. Um, I uh, I before I got like the relationship thing is new. I don't know anybody else single. Any single people around here? You guys, uh, you're dating? Yeah. I'm not crowd working you. Don't worry. I'm just doing a poll. Okay. Or just gathering facts, gathering data. I'll put it into a spreadsheet later. It's what I do after every show because I'm fucking nuts. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, no, I'm just curious because, like, you guys fucking hate dating too, right? I hate dating so much. It was horrible, man. It's, like, it's gross. It really is just the worst thing. It's painful. Uh, and I ask myself I ask myself a lot, like, why? Why would I do this? And uh, sex. It's sex. Yeah, that's <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good reason. You know, like, what are you not going to? fucking stay home and jerk off every day like that is i mean yes but also that's just to buy the time um <laughs> like if somebody was like if you slam your hand in that car door right now i'll have sex with you i was like well fucking get the ice pack ready because i don't use my left hand all right fucking <laughs> we're fucking right now um <laughs> i do it with my hand in the door okay that's <laughs> that's where i am right now um but uh, I've decided in life, uh, and I made a decision like a year ago, I'm only dating like women with ambition, like successful women. Like I don't want to just have a lover. I want uh, a protector, someone to make me feel safe, you know, financially. Just like, <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I am happy to be a stay-at-home husband, all right? <laughs> like that is, I want to be a trophy. I'll be a trophy, okay? I fucking am already wearing a blazer right now so I can level up. That's why I do that shit. Not literally right now, but just in my daily life, all right? Imagine I had the blazer on. Yeah, I grew up fucking poor. I'm not going back. I'm not like I'm trying to forget the memory of macaroni and canned tuna. That is a gross taste, and I had it sooner than you would realize. Honestly, it's been more recent than I want to admit. Uh, so yeah, I'm trying to claw. <laughs> I just like fucking my parents don't really know what's going on. They're not really like I lived in apartments before they were like cool. You know, like we didn't have amenities. We had like a fucking hot tub which was covered in just crusty jizz. Like it was really. And then a dude who would watch us walk off the school bus at the, I think he was a pedophile. I'm not 100% sure. But yeah, that guy, was, you know, we, every apartment had one. There was just that one guy, and you're like, just don't go near that guy's apartment. Talk to my friend Robert about that one. Anyway, uh, <laughs> too dark. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my parents, it was, it was, I grew up poor. It sucked. Um, my parents are uh, bad with money. Uh, like my mom, <laughs> I love her, all right? I love this woman, uh, but she, like, keeps buying all these arts and crafts and then wonders why she can't retire yet. I'm like, nobody fucking wants your mosaics. I'm sorry. Sell them on Etsy for $5 a piece. Fucking, because I'm going to have to be the one taking care of her in, like, five years, all right? And I only have one room that I share an apartment with three other people. You know, like, I, there's not enough room for me and her and all her crafts projects. It's just a lot. It's, like, 300 square feet. You know, that's not... I have an easel. Um, anyway, uh, God, we're fucking yeah. I uh, so since my parents put more money in a mattress than a bank account, I don't know how money works. That's just you know they don't really teach you how that shit works. So I made a lot of uh, I'm not like I've made a bad like I've tried to put a retirement plan together, and so far like all I have is uh, work hard, uh, save money, uh, realize I don't have enough, dive off Golden Gate Bridge. That's it. That's that's a four-step plan. It has not improved <laughs> since I started it. I'm really trying to fix that last step. I just don't think. Anyway, um, yeah, so date successful. That's what I'm learning out here. Fucking 
you know, marry up. Just why, you know, I'm trying to fucking make it happen. The thing is, sometimes I overreach, you know, like I've tried like just too hard, you know. Um, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Like, you know, most states are pretty bad, but periodically you get to go on a special one. You know, it's really nice because you get to use it for a joke afterwards. You know, it's almost as good as love, but not close at all. <laughs> it's just uh, at least five people think I'm funny for 10 seconds. Um, that's close, I guess. Anyway, so I go on this date with this woman. I see her on Bumble, and she looks really, really, like, success, like out of my league, successful. And I'm like, I guess I'll ch I check it out. But I wanted to see, like, how far out of my league. So uh, I was like, I'm going to hop on Instagram because Instagram has made stalking, like, totes K, you know? <laughs> so get in there. Um, and, uh, like, <laughs> seriously, all her pictures are, like, on exotic beaches and foreign travels. She's like eating at five-star restaurants. And like my most recent trip was to Fresno, which is like if a butthole became a city. That's what Fresno is like. Uh, still working on that one. But yeah, uh, colon, anyway, whatever. Uh, it's gross, it's Fresno. Um, <laughs> so already our lives are very different. She's a venture capitalist, uh, which if you don't know what that is, basically a venture capitalist is someone who uh, listens to people's like uh, like uh, business ideas before they're really anything and then just like gives them millions of dollars based on a gut feeling just based on a gut feeling yeah i spent a week deciding if i should pay for netflix you know because i was like no it's still on grandma's tab right now you know that's the family plan uh <laughs> so i was like we well, still went on the date you know i mean you know why not see who, who knows maybe something happens and uh, I look at a date as like a sporting event, you know, like you got to win rounds. OK, like you lose the like you can only lose so many times. Like you have to be better than them at something, anything and like job, family, schooling, skills, hobbies, activities. I'm losing everything. It's not going well. <laughs> it's not like I'm like your dad was a diplomat. Fuck. OK. Uh, my mom worked at a Chili's uh, anyway. <laughs> then a video store. So, you know, I guess that's moving up. I don't really know. Anyway, uh, I don't know how that works different industries so uh i'm trying like i'm trying to stay this date and you know what like there's a hail mary kind of move where you just ask about religion because you're like that that'll fucking it's gonna go one way or another you know and probably it's gonna be go bad it's gonna go very badly but at least it'll be a good story and i asked her i was like are you religious and then she was like oh um you don't want to hear about that what <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I definitely do now. That was super fucking evasive. <laughs> what the fuck kind of response is that? And so she, she tells me, she's like, oh, um, well, I'm a Scientologist. Yeah, fucking in my league now. Yeah, all right. Mm, we are fucking even. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm out of her league. Come on, let's be honest. You can't date a Scientologist no matter how much you like Tom Cruise. I'm just, you know, I told you how I feel about religion. It doesn't, you know. Anyway, so I went home. Uh, I paid my bill. I went home, and uh, then I had sex with her. We slept. <laughs> I did. I dated her for three months. I mean, come on, you know, she had strong arms. <laughs> I was just, I like to be held. Um, yeah, that's. Th thank you. That's something new I'm working on. Um, I'll finish on this because uh, I, I, how are we just we just keep going? What's got what? Wh how much time do I have? Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll just keep going. I feel like I'm monopolizing people's time, but, you know, I have better shit in the bag that's more. Okay, I won't do a whole 30, but I'll do, I can probably do 15 at least. Um, well, after 15, I feel like people might be tired, you know? <laughs> like, yes, that's cool. Um, let's see. I, uh, 
I got to mention religion earlier. I grew up in a really religious place in, in Texas. It was, um, you know, it was basically just the whole state, really. Um, it's all very intense uh, people there. And uh, I don't know. It kind of changed my perception on things. And I think, like, because now I, I think about other religions, too. I just I look at spirituality and, you know, I try to analyze it all. And I just don't think people are really selling heaven very well. You know, they like whatever I hear, like a pitch for heaven, it's always like the smallest market share. <laughs> like they're just like it makes 72 virgins is the perfect example of what I'm talking about. 72 virgins, if you martyr yourself, sounds OK if you're a guy, I guess. But what if you're a woman? You want 72 male virgins? So fucking clingy. Are you serious? It's for eternity. You have to listen to fucking Chad be like, why don't you talk to me enough? Shut the fuck up, Chad. Maybe have a bigger dick. I don't know. Anyway, somebody actually, I asked somebody, that I was like, man, would you like to deflower a virgin? And he said, if he's got a big dick, I was like, Jesus Christ, okay. Uh, that, that now is something I, that you had the best joke of my set. <laughs> so that was upsetting. Um, anyway, I uh, uh, what was going to say, I was talking about my mom earlier. Um, what the fuck was I going to say about this woman? Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> my mom, uh, a couple things about her, really. My mom is woke, uh, but for, like, Texas, you know? So, like, I don't know. It's like she's liberal, but she grew up in Texas her entire life. So it's like it has this weird, like, fetishism to it. She says stuff like, yeah, she's like, she would be excited if I dated a black lesbian, which makes no sense. But, you know, that's – she'd be very uh, into that. For, and she, like – as a kid, like, I'm, like, 99% sure she wanted me to be gay just because, like, it'd be cool to have a shopping buddy, I don't know, in her mind. Um just like constantly dragging me to Pottery Barn all the time. It was just like, I don't want to be here. I don't want your crafts. But uh, I only, I think that specifically because she said to me, she's like, you know, um, if you're gay, I'll still love you. I was like, yeah, I got that. The first three times you told me, you know, like fucking, it's too much. Shut up. <laughs> it's a, uh, I'm not. Fuck. And stop buying me tutus. Um, anyway, uh, she dressed me up when I was two. That's not a fun story, but, <laughs> you know. Like, there's a reason my name is Kelly. It's because my dead uncle. No, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> this just went in a dark turn. Uh, yeah, that came out of nowhere. Um, uh, my mom also is a uh, – she <laughs> she likes to drink during the holidays uh, because she says uh, the holidays stress her out. You know, family gatherings stress her out. So she, like, she drinks, and then she takes that stress, and then she transfers it to us, you know, just so we get to deal with it, you know? It's a little family trauma switcheroo, you know, that – that old maneuver, <laughs> just your turn to hold this bag. Good luck carrying the baggage. Um, anyway, so my mo my sister and I during Christmas we tried to play a fun game called uh, hide the alcohol for mom. You know, <laughs> Win yeah, winner doesn't have to go to therapy. It's great. Um, this is t it's dark. I'm gonna get there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but that woman that woman is like a booze hound for box wine. She will find that shit anywhere. Like she's like, Franzia is that rosé? 2020 vintage, fucking garage under the cabinet. Got it. All right. Her mom's a drinker. That's why she's leaving. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> uh, uh, what the fuck? All right. I want I want to finish on something uh, lighthearted since that was. That was a little dark. I do apologize. You know, sometimes you got to talk about the family shit, right? Um, I have actual jokes that I've been doing. Oh, guys, who works in restaurants? Yeah. Who has worked in restaurants? Anyone? Yeah, yeah, cool. So we're all service industry people. We get it, right? Um, I worked as a sommelier for a long time. Um, 
uh, which you guys probably, I mean, I assume most people, like, if you don't know what it is, it's, uh, it's like I, s- I sold wine to people, and, like, I, I had to get good enough, so I, I could, like, I could talk about wine in a way uh, that made my friends not want to hang out with me anymore, so, whatever, um, people don't want to hear about tannin for 20 minutes, that's fair, that's a fair, <laughs> like, um, but, uh, you know, restaurants, you gotta learn, like, special language, you know, you gotta, like, uh, you know, certain words that you don't use in the civilian world, you know? You have to be like, oh, 86, this item, or behind you, or how much for this gram of cocaine? Is it good? Is it fuck? Last time, it was bad, and I shat a lot. I shat uh, too much. Uh, there's an acceptable amount when you do cocaine. It was way more than that, you know? It was <laughs> yeah, so a lot of people hear that, and they're like, how could you work as a, as a wine steward, what, like, doing cocaine like that? And I was like, um... Yeah, actually, it makes you super enthusiastic about Cabernet. <laughs> like, fucking roses? <laughs> yeah, all right. It's a Tuesday. Calm down, man. Um, all right, I don't know what to say. Uh, foodies, you guys know what the fuck foodies are? Yeah, those people, they talk a lot. You've worked in restaurants, right? You did? Who did, did you, you said something. You have, you have, so most of the audience. So you guys know what foodies are. Are any of you uh, self-proclaimed foodies? Are you foodies? Yeah, gross. Okay, you fucking douche. I'm sorry. Foodies are the worst people. Foodies are usually people whose like relationship is falling apart. So they're like, I'm gonna start writing winding novels on uh, Yelp right now about fucking every experience that I have out of my house at the library. People leave Yelp reviews for the library. That seems unfair to those civil workers. You know, <laughs> like they're not getting paid that much, and you're gonna criticize them. And, like Janice was very rude to me. No, you just fucking talk too much. Shut up at the fucking library. Anyway, uh. I hate you. <laughs> anyway, I, they're making videos now. I've touched this mic so much now. <laughs> completely, completely defeat the fucking purpose. <laughs> awesome. Well, fuck it. That's the best part of my set. Thank you. That's my time. Don't get close to me. I don't even trust the niggas close to me. Gotta watch my back, make sure the coast clear. Kelly Evans, everybody. Kelly Evans. I'm going to hold this mic like Ariana Grande now. Uh, <laughs> do you want a set? Absolutely not. Okay. All right. Uh, um, but yeah, um, that's, I, I'm just, I'll, fuck it, I'll do some time. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I was talking about substitute teaching earlier. Uh, the kids, every time I walk into a new class, they either call me Marv from Home Alone um, which is a great way of, I, I wish I could have found out another way why that movie is still a classic. Um, but yeah, they call me Mar from Home Alone. They also call me Post Malone as well, which is, which is comforting. Uh, and then I got Megamind the, the other day too, which that was a fun Google. I had to Google that one. Um, this big, giant-headed, blue, blue creature. Um, but yeah, I, uh... Uh, my name is Anthony. I like my name. Uh, I was born white in the 90s, so I have a normal white name. Um, not the case with my friends that have had kids. Uh, my friend, she named her first kid Tristan, um, and that's with two Ys. Uh, they're, they're not where you think they are either. Uh, they're, they're both at the beginning. Um, she named her second kid Tayley, T-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H. <laughs> yeah, because we all love spelling neighbor. Like that's my my favorite word to spell and give to a kid for the rest of her life. <laughs> um, there was a uh, a white mom and a white dad. Uh, they named their white kid Blade. 
Is that kid's going to look like how he looks and have to go his whole life introducing himself as Blade? Like, hi, my name is Blade. Blake? <laughs> <laughs> much worse. Much worse. Uh, I'm doing stuff I know works. Do you want to set? Uh, what's your name? David? Um, yeah, you're, you're next uh, if you, if you want to be next. Uh, David, everybody. David, eager. So eager. By the way, uh, Kelly Evans touched the mic. No handshakes, coronavirus, right? <laughs> What'd you say? Yeah, yeah, I'll lick it, I'll lick it. I have some good mic-eating jokes coming up, don't worry. Uh, what's going on? I, uh, guys, I, take the, I took the Amtrak once. You guys ever take the Amtrak? Man, I took the Amtrak from New York City down to Orlando, Florida. I took the Amtrak ride basically through... The entire Civil War. It was uh, it was a hefty ride. I'll tell you, and you, if you haven't ridden the Amtrak, you might not know. It's basically a large nursing home on the rails. Is someone, like, playing pinball in here or something? Is that <laughs> – what is – it sounds like it sounds like an ambulance but from, like, Animal Crossing. You know what I'm saying? Like, from, like, a children's game. But uh, – so I'm riding the Amtrak, you know, as I do. And uh, Amtrak is just filled to the brim with old people, literally left and right. But I'm cool with that, you know? Like, I'll spend some time with the oldies, right? Like, sometimes people ask me, they'll be like, hey, David, what's your favorite kind of oldie? And uh, I'll tell them. You know, I have an opinion. I like old people who are eternally positive, but only because they're losing their fucking minds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was talking to this one lady on the Amtrak. She was like, I love arts and crafts. And pretty soon... I'm going to get to meet God. And I was like, I could hang with you all day, Janice. That's a fucking, that's a dope outlook on life. Honestly. Like, imagine if that was just the, the rest of your life right there. You're like, in two years or less, I'm going to meet the Lord and Savior. But until then, I'm fucking crocheting. That's it. I'm finger painting and waiting for Jesus. I think, I think that's a good life, honestly. I think that's cool. Guys, uh, I've been, uh, been thinking I need to change up my deodorant recently. I've just... I've been using Axe body spray for way too long. It's just been too many years. And we all know that smells like pressurized puberty, right? It's just like a dense can of pubescent smells. It just brings me back too much, you know? Like, I feel like I have to smell like a man now. Like, I have to get some new deodorant that smells like some kind of wood, you know? Like, I was sitting in Target the other day with two different deodorants. One was cedarwood and one was sandalwood. And I was like, God, you have grown old. You... <laughs> Well, that's a good thing, right? To grow and evolve. You know, uh, what else we got here? What else can I bore you with? Guys, I, uh, I took a yoga class recently. Because I thought, uh, I thought the guys were just doing yoga these days. Like, I thought that was cool, you know? Like, I thought we were all just growing man buns and down-dogging it up, you know? <laughs> it wasn't the case for me, man. It wasn't the case at all. My yoga class, just me and the ladies. It's surprising how quickly yoga class could turn into try not to be creepy class. It was, uh, it was a quick transition, I'll tell you. And I was like, I don't know what to do here. Should I just pretend I'm gay or just leave? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know maybe I should just do Pilates like a real man, right? I, uh, I do think it's cool for guys to have like a feminine side though, right? Like, uh, like I let mine out the other day. I, uh, I got invited to a Super Bowl party. Instantly, I got real excited to make a good dish. 
That was it. Like I didn't even know. Like I didn't even know who was playing, and I didn't look it up. I like I saw that invitation. And I was like, "Ooh, I'll make sliders. That'll be a hit. That'll be a hit." Uh, I think that's all for me, guys. Thanks. I was thinking during that. Uh, is it's it sometimes like men in like romantic comedies will like pretend to be gay so that they can like see like a woman naked like have her change and like that she doesn't care but if she thinks you're straight she'll sleep with you like what like that's the wrong path to choose like that's the wrong path i'm way too high to be riffing um i he just wrote his name down and he is next and the oh the the competition for most tattoos is real in this room everybody Oh, he, he wins. All right, Teddy Hall, everyone. Somebody tell me, what can I do? I know there was a competition tonight. Um, fuck, man. Uh, this corona shit is crazy, dude. This is... I feel like it's a little too... 98% chance of living? I'll... I'll take that, you know what I mean? <laughs> what, you say get a drink of Gatorade, you know? How many people have died? Seven? Seven? I think that's the same amount of people who have died from ceiling fans this year. I don't know. I just feel like we're getting a little crazy. What's see? I, I think I'm going to watch that movie Outbreak, you know, just so I can get the paranoia up, you know, kind of people watch uh, uh, Christmas movies during Christmas time. I'll watch Outbreak, you know, so I can keep the uh, <laughs> get the paranoia out, you know. Um, what else? I, I'm, I'm finding I don't think that people like me. OK, I don't think I come off as likable. All right. <laughs> I just I'm I'm tall. I'm tattooed. I'm white, you know, and then it gets worse. All right. I grew up rich. OK, uh, I got a sixty thousand dollar Hellcat. It's a badass car. Uh, last girlfriend, she was 18. Uh, it's not weird. I'm only 33. Um, I uh, yeah, so I just get the feeling. But it's just like, listen, man, I got these tattoos because I'm insecure and all fucked up. OK, like here. Has anybody ever masturbated a little bit to their sister? Okay, let me explain the situation before you guys think I'm fucking weird. Okay, I was working out at this really nice health club, okay, and uh, and it was on the second floor, okay, and then there was this girl at the swimming pool, and I was like, dude, that chick is fucking hot, all right? And let me explain this. I've been doing this joke for about two days, and it has been bombing hard, okay? And I think that the problem is is that people don't realize uh, how hot my sister is. Now, um... <laughs> So let me go back. So I saw her and I didn't know it was her. All right. And I was just like, dude, Jake is hot. And then she got close. And then I was like, fuck, I feel strange. What else, man? Grew up in Los Gatos. Los Gatos, very rich town. Nothing happens there. So what do you do when nothing's happening? You shoot heroin. All right. For the record, I was shooting heroin before there was an opiate epidemic okay i was doing it back when it was cool not so much pressure you know what i mean and it was very difficult to get i had to go into the ghetto pre-tattoo all right if you're if you look like me pre-tattoo you go into the ghetto everybody's like morning officer and it's just like hey asshole all right i wanted some heroin and a little bit of crack to wake me myself up but uh you know i also wanted a friend okay and you know now you guys are just it's fucking rough man <laughs> <laughs> what else? I um, 
I don't think that we should be so nice to people. All right. I think we've we've overcompensated and we shouldn't be so nice to people. I don't trust anybody that is nice. Okay. That is too nice. All right. I think that you should be. Uh, I think you should be tough on some people. All right. I think it's good. You know, people constantly, like, okay, here, like, take food for example. All right. If you go into a restaurant and uh, they're nice to you, it is going to be a shitty meal. All right. You go into a restaurant and they're mean to you. It's always delicious food. All right. It's always fucking delicious. Like I went in, like you went to taqueria and they hate you delicious food all right you go into a taqueria and they're nice to you you're in a chipotle all right and it's just what restaurants are nice to you applebee's is so fucking nice they're just like come on in you know you ever have fast food on a nice plate come on in applebee's we got pictures of all the local high schools on the wall so i don't know if you want to feel like a pedophile when you eat but welcome to applebee's all right applebee's is just denny's on zoloft all right i don't trust it okay i almost don't trust as much as i don't trust this guy he scared the shit out of me when you were coming out you were running down the street with no shoes on and i was like that mother there's a fucking dead hooker somewhere all right and this guy <laughs> no one's ever run to ah! exactly fuck all right let's talk some shit about that guy white people man just jesus christ that's why i became a person of color man i just couldn't take the shit we were doing you know what i mean it's a real riches rag story. Um, anyway, plus it's just like I think, yeah, you know, you be you you, you be some being a little mean to people. They just people constantly just come up and talk to me. All right, that just it's just like why are you, why are you talking to me? You know what I mean? Like I, people constantly are just like, oh my god, what was the most painful part of your tattoos? And I was like, oh, thank you for asking. This conversation actually, I've never been asked this before. You know, I just fucking <laughs> it's a rough one else man people are always just like what are you going to do when you get old and it's just like listen i'm not preparing for the few i'm not i don't give a f i don't really care here's my whole take on old people all right i got an amber alert that said that there was a missing old person all right and my first thought was you know what if i find him i'm gonna keep him all right that dude is mine i would love to keep an old man with me i would fucking love it all right i think once old people start to shrink we should be able to buy them all right that is my take on them they're just fucking adorable you know i just want to get i did a show in san rafael you guys been out to san rafael it's like the florida the bay area it's just old men you know just i was wondering why the show was at 5 30 you know i was just like that's a little early for a show and then i got there and i was like holy shit there's a fuck ton of old men here and uh and i i did you know i was talking about purchasing some old men you know and and, and how i feel about them and they all just had the same look on their faces they're like is this guy gonna try to buy us after the show and it's just like you know what i might all right i might try to purchase one of you guys anyway that's it for me thank you guys God, there's not footage of this uh, because it looks like I have no idea how to greet anybody. <laughs> I've just, I've just gone up here. We've all just in the like the, like the finger guns and yeah, it's been all at all at finger gun level. Um, well, fuck it. It's 7:46. I'm I'm gonna do a little bit more. Like four care. minutes because we have to have a 10 minute break in between shows. Uh, four, so minutes? Like four minutes. I I I have four minutes. Um, that's that's what. That's what I tell my girlfriend all the time, and she, she doesn't believe me. Um, but uh, yeah, th this this is what I look like. Uh, we actually do have to wrap this up because I'm on lunch break at Zoomies, um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm from uh, I'm from Sacramento. Uh, if you don't know what Sacramento is, Sacramento is our capital. It's also the Denny's of California um, because uh, no one ever leaves their house 
with the intention of going to a Denny's, you just somehow end up at a Denny's. Um, and that's, that's Sacramento for you. Um, how those four minutes is not up yet. Um, <laughs> all I can think about is how Kelly touched this fucking mic, um, ruining it for, you infected two mics <laughs> while, you, while you were up here. Um, but yeah, I, the, yeah, this, this mic has to be, has to be at this length. Um, it's also a weird time to have a smoker's cough. Um, it's a very strange time to have a smoker's cough as well because I think someone also mentioned it. You cough and people just like turn and look at you. Um, and, uh, that's actually my favorite thing that happens when you're smoking a cigarette on the street and someone walks by and they'll do that fake cough. Look over at you like, oh yeah, that's gonna do it. Like that's gonna that's gonna get under my nicotine addiction. That's I don't care about my real cough, okay? Uh, but yeah, uh, I have been trying to have been trying to get healthier. Um, I have a fat liver, is what my doctor said. I have a fat liver, not like uh, no damage from alcohol. It's just fat, like it's just lazy. <laughs> like like the doctor actually said to me, he was like, your body is bad, but it's not that bad. And I was like, oh, they, they, my body is uh, divorced, but it didn't kill its wife. Like, that's, that's, that's comforting to know. My, yeah. my body is not being able to think of a third example in this joke. Uh, that got, got meta at the end. All right, I want to thank everyone for listening. If you're listening, thank you to the comics that came out and risked their lives. Um, follow Mutiny Radio on all platforms. Also, yes, I am rap battling tomorrow. Tune in. It's going to be my third win because I say so. All right, uh, thanks, everybody. I'm Anthony Zaccaro. Pam's Comedy Clubhouse after this. Stay listening. Yay, Anthony Zaccaro. Uh, thanks everybody for being here. If you didn't put give me money, please give me money. And, or always, uh, we have a Mutiny Radio Venmo and uh, money, money, money. We also have a GoFundMe if you want to be awesome and give us money, money, money. Uh, hang out uh, if you want. We've got a show at 8. I don't know if people are coming or not. There's, we've got comics, so that's good. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening to Mutiny Radio.
So
Fuck it, jailbreak the Tesla. Fuck it, jailbreak the Tesla. Fuck it, jailbreak the Tesla. Fuck it, jailbreak the Tesla.